Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. Silver. There's something about the patina of silver that makes me feel all dressed up. It suggests an upcoming, out-of-the-ordinary event, inducing anticipation and excitement. Silver makes any table smile in appreciation of the beauty it creates. Silver for the table is right behind diamonds as one of the items I love and appreciate. When I was a little girl, we ate at a small dining room table in a very small dining room in a quite small house. My mother later explained it was after the war and nobody had much. I seem to remember her also saying the tables next to the couch were actually orange crates, but knowing my mother like I do, I don't believe a word of that story. It may have been after the war, and people may not have had much, but we had a maid and a piano. That seemed like a lot to me, not to mention the small peach orchard in our backyard, which nobody else in our neighborhood had. When I was 11, we moved into a very large, very modern, three-level house, which my mother helped design. It took a long time to build, and she seemed to be involved in every step of its construction. The first level, overlooking a quarter acre of trees, consisted of a good-sized den with the first TV I remember ever seeing in our house and a large living room with a special place for the piano. My mother had a piano in every house she ever lived in, although the only time I remember hearing her play with any regularity was when there were dinner parties and everyone gathered around that piano to sing later in the evening. The second floor contained the kitchen, dining room, and foyer. The next level held all the bedrooms. We still had a maid, and with the advent of these more spacious quarters, we began using the good silver for every dinner party, no matter how casual. It could be barbecue and coleslaw and still silver place settings. This meant every piece used had to be washed by hand, even though we had a dishwasher, a new convenience in those days. Once silver goes into a dishwasher, I was told, it will never retain its shine and thus diminish its value. Also, using it while it was tarnished would result in an unsightly table setting, something no woman ever wanted. It was here I learned the proper placement of silverware, when to use what serving utensils and always to use the silver pitcher with a lip to avoid drips. In this house, we were served supper from the kitchen and hot bread was passed at the table. Attendance was required, no exceptions, even though not once did anyone ever attempt to engage me in conversation. One thing I never understood, though, is why the meal at the end of the day is called supper when it's just family and dinner when guests come. That's a conundrum of Southern etiquette, if you ask me. Many years later, after she had passed away, my parents moved into my Aunt Kitty's Victorian house in the downtown historical district, and the use of silver amped up considerably. There were enormous silver candelabra adorning her table for ten, overseen by a chandelier that covered a good third of the table in width. 
For dinner parties, and there were many, every serving dish was silver. Every place setting had five or more pieces, depending on the menu, and occasionally the crystal water glasses were replaced by silver mint julep cups for a festive iced tea container. Also, the julep cups were frosted from their time in the freezer, as was de rigueur for their use, so that iced tea stayed iced all the way through dinner. My mother passed away over two decades ago, and although I longed for every piece of her silver, I only asked for a few that I really loved. For one thing, I'd lived a somewhat, well, kind of nomadic life and had a much less formal one here in California, and I knew that aside from having no place to store all of it, I wouldn't use it with the joy that she had. I was not fond of polishing silver, so that really put a cramp in my style, as silver, even when it's not used, needed to be polished at least twice a year. And I learned early in my ownership of the pieces I did have, I needed to do that task a little at a time. My mother had picked out my silver pattern when I was born, the same one my Aunt Kitty had, and reasoning being that I would use Kitty's as well after she was gone. Well, I have to say that worked out pretty well, and I do enjoy using it on my silverware daily, sometimes turning it over it to see if it has Halsey engraved on the underside, which means it belonged to Kitty originally. I know some people think I'm crazy for carrying on this tradition, and that's just fine with me. For them, it's needless work. For me, it's memories of a time long gone I still cherish. A time when men wore suits, a tie, and a hat to work, and women dressed up with a hat and high heels to go shopping downtown. I see in my mind's eye those dinner parties, both at our modern house and especially at Kitty's house. I remember my mother sending me the menu for many of those parties, sometimes with sketches of her table decorations, which she was known for. She kept a notebook of every time she entertained, listing food, invitees, and decorations, so she could make sure she hosted all those people who had hosted her and never fed them the same thing twice. These times were raucous, joyous celebrations of friends over dinner, surrounded by shining silver that reflected back to them the wonder of their lives and their appreciation of all it meant to them. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining too. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on nowthatyouaskpodcast.com. Bye-bye for now.